One-handed. You don't see that very often. Salud, brother. Thanks Jeez. for having the show, man. Yeah, thank you. Mm-mm. So, Patrick, yes, welcome sir. to the show. The, uh, the That's interesting podcast that has absolutely no plan to it. <laughs> I love it. We wing it. <laughs> Pretty much. So you've actually got your own podcast you were just telling me before. Um, the started as, It started as a podcast. And, and now it's, it's a show. It's morphed into, we had, it wasn't this setup, this setup when these guys did this adventure x this podcast room is awesome your place is great they set this up with the same kind of equipment that rogan uses um mm. joe rogan speaking of joe rogan love rogan. that guy <laughs> he's a rebel he talks the truth i love rebels man more it was a good week for rebels yeah. elon musk had a pretty good week that is a wild one huh yeah but this this so we started off as a podcast and then we've morphed into six camera angles uh we go out into the audience we stream live and then we're getting there's a potential rumor that uh like blaze tv which is run by glenn beck and a couple other organizations are in are, are looking at florida's conservative voice mm-hmm. which is run by brendan leslie and um he basically covers all of Florida. He's really liked by DeSantis as a reporter. Um, and he's constantly getting more and more reporters that are leaving the, quote, fake media news mm-hmm. and coming to them to report the real news. And these guys report on Republicans doing things wrong and Democrats doing things wrong. Oh, we need, we like need more of lot. those people. We do. Yeah. We do. I don't even fly myself. I mean, obviously, if I had to, I would pick Republican. But... I'm just somebody that is, is a patriot and just loves the country. And I and, uh, think the issue is that these people, whatever their name tag says, have been up there in D.C. and they're just milking us, man. They're milking us and uh, dividing us and it's pissing me off. So that's why that's that's the passion part of that podcast and how that whole thing got started, the Patriot Talk Show podcast. And now it's become a full-fledged show. We got music. We got lights. We got cameras. We, we streamline on all the TVs within See the Table. And hopefully we're going to get uh, the one and only Blake Doyle up there tonight for his first show. Yeah, I, because I, I've, I've heard about it. I did an ad for one of the plumbers that advertise on yours. Actually, you like it? I like it a lot, man. Yeah, I've seen it before. And you haven't had it? No. I love it because everyone thinks I'm drinking a beer, and because I, I don't drink, I like so it. So I'm just like, all right, this feels like I'm being social without being a bit of a pussy. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, that being said, I'm buying you all the drinks you want tonight. See the table, man. Come on up. Plenty oh, of water. Shit, you don't drink. Yeah, yeah. You can buy all the waters I, I can have. So is there any caffeine in this thing or it's just water? Literally just water. Wow. Right? But the thing I like about it is that I can leave them in the car. They barely get hot, even in Florida. And there's no plastic leaching going into, I love it. into the water. Really? Yeah. Well, because it's, it's all aluminium. I love it. So... And they're not that expensive too. Like, it's funny. I really need to get sponsored by these guys because I think I sell it to everyone I meet. Yeah, why are we not getting that on the show, man? Look at that thing, liquid death, mountain water. I love it. It's it's um, yeah. I, I don't know. It. When I when I find something I like, it's like I have to tell everyone. You, I love you know it. how they say find the speakers as your best customers. I'm the same way, brother. Yeah, you got to. If if I'm your customer, guys, I will just sell it. Like, it's probably not a good thing because I'll. No one is like, why would I pay you? You like it. You're going to sell it. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Speaking of that, we have uh, Fucklehead. Fucklehead. Fucklehead? Bourbon. Okay. That's a real name. Really? Give them a follow. F-U-K-E-L, Fucklehead uh, Bourbon. And they now showed up and brought a couple of bottles of bourbon to one of our Patriot talk shows. Mm-hmm. And next thing you know, they got a big shout out and gained like I don't know, two or 3,000 new followers. And really? they're going to be there tonight too, man. These guys are wild, but they're on Instagram. It's Fucklehead Bourbon. And it's not the bad word. It's F-U-K-E-L or L-E mm. Bourbon. Well, that's how you get around it. You just change it the is. letter. You do. Change the letter. Because <laughs> my in-laws are like that. They, I can't swear around them. And like I swear, because for me, this is just my opinion, a word has nothing except for the value you put onto it. Absolutely. You know, like you can call me, oh, you're a, you're a dickhead cool i can tell my buddies or, that but it might be even a sign of affection like dude you're it, a, yeah but i like it you're my boy yeah no for exactly. sure exactly but i it's funny when i i speak with them and like i i respect their their choices but why is it i can say like crap but i can't say shit yeah yeah you know like it's it's so funny that it's the same underlying meaning but for some reason one's okay and one's not 
Yep. So I'm trying to go live, by the way. If you see me play on my phone. Really? And I don't know why it's not letting me go live so I can like do live on my social media and get people to start following you. The one thing I will shit all over Naples about. Yeah. The worst. Cellular. The worst. Cellular data. Well, then, you know, cable went out yesterday. Wi-Fi was out rampant. Uh Now, probably not here. They have redundancy and backup. But Comcast Xfinity went out. Coincidentally... Right about the time that Elon Musk officially announced that he was taking over, and just <laughs> in the state of Florida, so you do the math on that. But it's so funny. There's so many things that happen now where it's a shame that a lot of conspiracies have become true. <laughs> you know, like I wish that they didn't because now it's like you don't Crazy, know what dude. to believe. Crazy, dude. Like some things, I had to, especially during COVID. My gosh, the amount of I, I dove right into those conspiracy theories. I loved them. I was like, yeah, give me more. Did you debunk any other conspiracy theories? A lot of them. So yeah. do you want to know my two favorites? Yes, I do. The lizard people thing. Lizard people. You know how it's like the elites are actually lizard people covered by, uh, I think people have heard me talk about this on the podcast, so I apologize. But um, so there's there's lizard people that run run the world and they are encased in human flesh. So you, we think they're humans. Okay. The second one, because I'm going to, they're all going to, Tying wow, together. They were going live, dude. I love Ooh. it. Yeah, man. Hello, people. I haven't tagged anybody in there yet, but we'll get them <laughs> Just, all in. Don't worry. Some weird looking I, get, I get like 500 to 900 people average. Really? They'll come watch it after once I post it. Yeah. That is cool. So we got to get people looking at Blake Doyle, man, checking out his podcast, yeah. buddy. That's interesting. It's not a flattering angle, but I mean, guys, okay, you can look we'll, at the top we'll angle re- again. We'll readjust. Yeah, <laughs> it's, we'll it's readjust. It's the filmer in me. I can't help we'll it. We'll readjust. <laughs> Don't adjust your cameras, guys. We will Photoshop this later. <laughs> I'm going to start um, tagging friends. I'm going to reverse this camera and get you talking. Uh, Go ahead. So, yeah, the, the other conspiracy, you've heard of um, uh, adrenochrome? Yes. Yes. So, you know the whole backstory of the adrenochrome oh one? gosh. Yes. I, have you seen uh, – I'll start with the lizard people. <laughs> the lizard people one was – have you seen The Tower starring um, – I have. Yeah, uh, Matthew McConaughey. Well, the books are phenomenal. Yeah, so and Idris Elba is a great actor. He he plays love the it. Yep. yeah, especially when he shoots those two bullets and oh, they hit yeah. one another. Oh, I love those. Man. But so that was the, that was the lizard people thing. Okay, I was like, oh, the other one though the um the drinking of so let's let's look yes, at the yes, story. Yes. So wow, it's, I love this man. This is no holds barred. <laughs> let's right and go, dude. I told you, it's like let's Oregon. go. Um, the so let, let's look at the story of that um, adrenochrome. Okay. It's a hormone producing kids. Okay. Which, if they're scared, it goes higher. And then if you drink it, you stay young. Okay. So the more you f- you scare the children. I've heard this. Them, you, they get And younger. for those just joining us, we're talking about conspiracy theories and some ones that have been debunked. By yours truly. And I'm here with the one and only, the Australian assassin man, um, living proud here in America, Freedom Town, USA, Blake Doyle. And this is his podcast called That's Interesting. Give him a file on IG, on social media. I'm going bla- I'm going back to the one and only Blake Doyle, man. Let's go, baby. Hello, people. Yes, sir. Um, so, yeah, so the all those things think it, like, you know that, you have the adrenochrome, it makes them young. If you drink it and if you scare them more, it makes it stronger. Yes. Have you know the Shining? Of course. You know Doctor. The Who. original. Yes. The original. You know, now the second one, Doctor Sleep, was pretty good too. So Doctor Sleep is where I figured out it's a Stephen King novel. Yeah. Because they have the Shining. Mm-hmm. There's these ghouls that go around, mm-hmm. and the ghouls have to scare red these. Rum, red rum. Bring them up. Keeps them. I, I was watching it with Stacey. I'm like, <gasps> yeah. this is where they got it from. Yeah. So that's. But that was that one. And um, there was a few other ones where I was going to Stacey. Like she was going into me a little bit. I'm like, again, I. I mean, you can't believe the news. You can't believe. Even, what can, even what the hell? News. What the hell can we believe these days? That's the problem. I'm serious. As soon as I agree with it, I question it twice now because okay. of consistency bias and cons- uh, uh, I guess confirmation bias. Okay. If I agree with it, I have to question it twice because to. I'm like, oh, this is where you go down. You that sound crazy like a road. real journalist, so man, you're double checking your stuff, right? You just don't go talk about it. You don't do a podcast to berate somebody just because of their political affiliation or mm-hmm. their views are different than yours. That's the problem with reporters is all of a sudden now we're, we've gotten into Facebook Live. What's up, man? I'm here right now with the pretty kick-ass podcast show, man. I've been on a bunch of these. This is uh, That's Interesting. 
with my guy, the Australian assassin, man, Blake Doyle. <laughs> so we're fellow networkers at the Naples Networking Group. So Naples Group, if you're out there, I tag a bunch of y'all. We're here right now with the one and only Blake well? Doyle. And then I think I might have lost my thing. So who knows? All right, cool. Um, right, we're back. We're back. We're, we're back. back. Who knows? You can't we're tell. Back. The internet here, you just can't tell. So, um, but yeah, man, it happens all the time. So you sound like you're actually somebody that's always searching for the truth. I mean, look, Joe mm -hmm. Rogan, he's no fan of Trump. Joe Rogan is no fan of Biden. Joe Rogan has no ulterior motives. He just calls out the BS when it's BS. And he supports the people like his friends that have been attacked by the woke mob. Mm -hmm. I'm going to throw out a name like Dave Chappelle. I mean, Dave Chappelle was awesome. That Dave was Chappelle wild. didn't vote for Donald Trump, but the, uh, uh, Bill Moyer. These guys are calling out the hypocrisy of this woke culture where if you say one thing to hurt somebody's feelings or if you if you say something that is is true but it doesn't, it doesn't promote the narrative, right? Yeah. And I want to get into some narratives that have been thrown along our way um, this dark, ominous cloud that was thrown over us during COVID, a.k.a. the Chinese coronavirus, of fear and how they're using fear. They, whoever they are, mm -hmm. they are using fear to divide you against me. Masks, uh, it, it's just creating more divisiveness, and that's what pisses me off, man. we got to quit dividing, and we've got to start finding common ground. That was the old ways. Mm-hmm. Somehow along the way, we lost that because we became addicted to these phones, social media. We became addicted to the news. We watch it all the time. And all of a sudden, if CNN says something and Fox News says something, even though it's an opinion op-ed piece, well, it must be true. Mm. And if anybody differs in my views, then they're jerks, they're assholes, excuse my language, and they're wrong. Mm. And in, I'm not going to discuss and debate it with you like two sane adults i want to scream and yell and threaten or i'll just remove you and block you and threaten you or as the woke culture likes to they want to erase people man it's crazy to me so have you ever come in have you ever had the threat of being erased or being uh taken off the air because of anything you've covered thankfully no um but i've i've always voiced my opinion similar to how i'm like with this in everything i guess it's like I had to remove my confrontational part of it though, because um, there is a little bit, there's a little bit in me where Buddy, I. Buddy, Australia, man, you're Mad Max. You got Mel Gibson in you. Let's go. Mel Gibson, oh, he's a weird one. He's yeah. like Kiwi, Aussie, American. Same yeah. as Russell Crowe. No one what? really knows what he is, but if he's winning, we claim him. If he's not, not we're like he's Kiwi. <laughs> he's from New Zealand. Uh, <laughs> that's how it is. You just got to make sure, you know. Um, the the thing that I think social media kind of made me stronger yeah so a lot of people like to shit all over it yeah uh, i think that's the easiest thing because it's the lowest hanging fruit but the thing with social media that made me a lot happier long term it highlighted a fuckload of stuff so social media is just a magnifying glass to humans we like to say we've never been more divided we've never been more um hateful you go throughout history yeah, man, that's, oh. the, that's what... It's it's just that we could hide from it. So one example was, uh, I guess, I mean, look, think of work. Work now, you can... Work, you can uh, bring it home now. Yeah, yeah. Gossip, you can bring it home and still gossip. So it's got this compounding effect where yeah. all of a sudden, something where it would be like, you know, you finish school, lying down, you go home, all right, people bullied me at school and now I'm just in my mind. That's bad enough. Yeah. Now compound that with get bullied at school, go home, and I can now see it over and over and over and You've over again. It. That's wild. That, it's that compounding effect. Have you read the book Outliers? I have not. So Outliers goes into basically in order for you to become great, you it's it talent is nothing. It's all about the work and luck, you know? Uh, so the more reps you put in, the better you become at anything. Same thing happens with our brain. So the problem is the more that you put in the reps of hearing certain stuff about you or hearing certain things, like truth is just what you hear the most. It's yep. not actually what is true. So if you're hearing a lot of this stuff, now we're used to hear it for maybe six hours at school. Yeah. Now you're hearing it for 20 hours, 
maybe you sleep four hours because you can't sleep because you're so anxious. You do that. I can't turn my phone off, man. I can't turn my phone off. <laughs> um, it's that compounding effect that is is seeing all these problems happen where I had to then, I mean, I've read books like Irresistible, fantastic book. Read the book? Great book, Great right? book. I don't have any notifications on my phone now. Wow. Like no emails. Smart. If you call Smart. me, I'll get it. If you text me, I'll get it. But if you email me, you're getting like three days of response, maybe. Okay. Because absolutely, I've said it to everyone. I've never emailed an ambulance, right? Ever, but I do call one. So if it's, something's an emergency and you need an answer now, I'm like, dude, call me, and you'll get an answer super quick. Everything else is like quick, quick, quick. Text, text, text. I want to go mm. back to something you just said and you shared, which is pretty cool. You were bullied in school. Mm. I don't think I've ever shared. I've shared some stuff um out there and whoever's listening i appreciate y'all kathy mayo is on there right now i got rex miller watching great realtor by the way rex miller so we're coming to you live from venture x and i'm here today with the one and only the uh, i call him the australian assassin um this guy blake doyle man um invited me on his show his show is called that's interesting uh sponsored by liquid death so make one sure day, you grab some day. of that one day <laughs> but the podcast is great we're here right now at venture x man this podcast room is phenomenal um not, not the only podcast that comes out of this room but let me tell you um i'm really honored and thrilled to be on this podcast and and blake just shared something with me about you were bullied at school and by the way we have no topic no agendas we're just shooting the shit excuse your language so i was bullied in school mm-hmm. i was bullied in elementary um i had a speech issue I had to go see a special speech therapist. I was a super duper hyperactive kid. So thank God my mom and dad who adopted me, um, Ray and Helen Dearborn, love you guys. Um, I remember the doctor was always trying to say, hey, put your kid on Ritalin. And my mom never did that. My dad never did that. My mom was a nurse and she said, look, that hyperactivity is gonna benefit him someday. I'm still pretty hyper for those that know me. And uh, so, but I got bullied. I had to go to a special recess class in elementary school with special needs kids. And to me, it didn't seem weird, but we would have a recess in class and then we would go out this special group of kids and other kids, God bless them, that were special needs. And they would have us run around outside and do extra activities. And I was in a special needs group through elementary school. I think it was Central Elementary back in Annapolis, Maryland. So the point is I was bullied. And um, I look back at those times, and this is no disrespect to those that have been bullied or those that have been through some tougher times than me, but I feel like, you said it earlier, adversity causes people to break or break records. Mm. So God blessed me with an ability to believe in myself, um, to be loved by my my parents that adopted me, and to know that I matter. So even when you're getting bullied though, I've actually used that to my advantage throughout the rest of my life. Never bullied anybody else and a lot of times that cycle continues. But what I see in the media and where I'm going with this, Blake, is I feel like a lot of these bloggers, a lot of these woke media people, forget politics, they're just out to get people. And when I look at 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 policies that these people are trying to push, whether you're for or against it. One thing's a fact that people pushing these things, I feel like we're picked on bullied and we're never the cool kids. And there's anger in these people and they're, they want retribution. So if you're a white straight male, maybe you're the enemy for some of these people. And I'm not saying that's, that's crazy to me, but I had to learn to let stuff go. And being a Christian, right, a follower, a believer, doesn't mean I'm still a mess. I'm a mess. I still sin. But what that gives me the ability to is forgive other people. It taught me to forgive. So we have to learn to forgive each other, man. You know, again, it goes back to all this dark cloud that, that, COVID, that came with COVID. It's me against you. You don't wear a mask. I want to. I want you to wear a mask to make me feel more comfortable. You're not going to wear it. We can't hang out anymore. You know how many families and friends? Me, lost friends over that. Me, lost, got disconnected from family over that. My son's senior year in high school and family members of mine, I won't say who, didn't come or wouldn't show up because of COVID, the Chinese coronavirus. That pisses me off. I'm angry at the virus and 
that it was created in China because it was. And that hurts your feelings. I'm sorry. Go do your research. It's a fact. But also the thing that was weird with that was, I don't know. I don't know how all of a sudden I got pitted about being a racist thing. Yes. When I was like, but I mean, America, I think they funded the lab. Uh, you know, not like, America, but yes, but Dr. Ameri- Fauci yeah, and American yes, companies, yes. like the, so, the government. Yeah, and I don't think there was a malicious intent. I think it was just an absolute dumb fuck up. And but it, it's it's weird the power, like so the Omicron strand. Yeah, apparently that had uh, XI in it, like she. Now, Xi Jinping is the whatever he is, president, overlord. I don't know what it yeah, is. <laughs> I know what it is. I think, it, what is his title for China? Pre- I just, yeah, no, premier or I don't know what they call it. Numero uno. I is he know. called president? Maybe, I think he's called president. Yeah. Yeah. Let's good. go with president. Okay. So because it was, um, it had XI in it. Yeah. Somehow, even that got removed. And like, I it, I don't want to go with like the political route with that, but it, it's, it's weird, the power that China seems to have over, over world, influence. Oh, yeah. And like, look, kudos to them because it doesn't come easy. So yeah. I, I want to give respect where respect's yeah. due. Um, not saying I want that outcome, but you know what <laughs> I mean? I, I respect hard work. Yeah, yeah. Um, it's so it, it, China's a force, well, man, the period. the Cena thing, the oh, fact yeah. that he had, I mean. He had us go on TV and basically apologize because, I mean. He spoke if, amazing Mandarin. Uh, unbelievable. Unbelievable. So all the actors know the dollars, man, big dollars coming from China mm. and they want to get paid. And I get it. Um, well, they know to tip into our greed and they do. they've got this weird greed. hybrid that is just seems to work. Yeah. Now it doesn't work well for the people, yeah. but if you're looking, I guess if you look at the, like a human, yeah, we have shit die and live and thrive and die always, but right. the overall organism of the human survives. So if you looked at China, like an organism, it's perfect. Yeah. It sucks for the individuals, but as an organism, it's like, wow. Now, I don't know. I don't think there's a good thing we can do other than sort of people realize <laughs> we need to stop leaning into our greed because they know that's our weakness. But again, I love that analogy you used. And I love that we're doing this show and you and I have not talked about where we align. I'm sure we have differences, but like you mentioned China. I wouldn't use the word perfect uh, with anything about them, nor would I use it perfect with America. I would tell you, though, that the videos that come out of that country and the lack of freedom those people have to share videos and access to Internet and things that we do, the World Wide Web, everything that they give access to is controlled by their government. Um, I understand the whole, hey, we work together for a common for a common goal, which is the betterment of our country. Mm. But there's videos coming out right now where I mean, there's literally they have these hundreds of these kids in these hazmat suits that they're conditioning these people and saying there's not even any testing no they just come in and go hey your area is infected we are not going to ask we're going to come inside your house by the way factually unless someone can prove me different the worldwide death rate from covid omicron whatever variant you want to throw at me look at the stats very minimal compared to in relation to other stuff people have died mm. the, the the virus is you real know, you want to know another theory i have yeah. that it's funny. Let's, I'm not, go. Hey, let's go. Let's go. Let's <laughs> go. Let's um, go. It's funny because it's like I, again, I don't align myself politically, but the problem yep. is with all, with how the world is now. I was even speaking to um, uh, one of the girls here, and she goes, "Oh, I thought you were like Republican." I'm like, "No, I'm neither." It's just that you're Australian. At the moment where shit is lining, it's like unfortunately, I go, "Hold on," because my brain is always mathematical, which is ironic that I do creativity as a business, but it's always mathematical. Um, I recently just got told I might be on the spectrum for Asperger's, which explains a lot. (laughs) But when I was looking back, the death rate of COVID of that was reported was about 1.9%. I said to my wife recently, I'm like, I think it was, it might even be lower than the flu. And the, the theory behind it is, and this is, I mean, I'm just talking from my own experience and I'm not even saying I know science, but I know personally myself included 20 people who didn't even report they had COVID minimum minimum and they're so, all okay right and they're, they're all okay but yeah. the so there's <laughs> reports coming out that deaths were over over calculated oh the CDC's already come out and said yeah. I mean it, you wait till the whole truth comes out but yes they've yeah. already admittedly 
as high as 50%, but in mm. most cases, 25%. Yeah. So you've got that combination of overreported deaths. Yes. Um, and again, I don't think anything was malicious. It's just like with the news and everything now. Unfortunately, there's biases, that, well, there's incentives. There were. There is an incentive. There was incentive for people. And the, the problem is, I think it takes a big person to be like, okay, we're struggling because our hospital is not able to do this, this, and this. But if we just say this, which is kind of, it's not a lie, it's not the truth. They had but COVID, we, but, we, yeah, but they we, died on a motorcycle accident, but they checked the box yeah. COVID and they and got $11,000 from the US government. And we need money yeah. right now. So I don't think it's some which grand is crazy, by plan. the way. Why would you do a medical system like that? It's insane. The look, don't Greed. Started. But no, but that goes back <laughs> to the same old thing. At the end of the day, one thing you and I think and already agree on just from talking, and Joe Rogan would agree, forget politics. Greed, and it doesn't have to be monetary. There's other forms of greed with power, control. I sat and watched people personally. I'm gonna flip this around real quick. Um, by the way, for those that are just joining, some of y'all, Tracy Doss is on there, Terry Crawford, appreciate y'all. I'm here right now with a new podcast show called That's Interesting with the host, the dashingly handsome, the Australian <laughs> assassin, um, um, Blake Doyle. That's Blake right there. Um, so we're just kind of shooting the shit, and we're talking about all kind of stuff. He asked me to be on a show. It's a Joe Rogan-type show, which I'm like, I'm all in. So please follow him, Blake Doyle, and That's Interesting is his podcast show, and it's really cool on social media, so make sure you give him a follow. One thing we agree on, the greed factor, and I saw people that just loved getting to tell me mm. and getting to tell other people what to do. Follow the arrows on the ground. Musk wear a mask. You must go get a shot. What happened to, especially to all my liberal friends, my body, my choice. So you can't have it both ways. Either we have freedom or we don't. And there was a post that just came out. What these last couple of years has shown me and I'm not judging anybody else, but it, it showed me as I look in the mirror every morning with all my, all my imperfections, all my flaws, and I got tons of them. Just ask my wife. I looked in the mirror and said, I'm, I'm proud of myself for how I acted during COVID. I would take a few things back. To this day, I'll be honest, it, it makes me angry when I see somebody else wearing a mask why should what they want to do anger me? I don't get it. Um, if I drive in my car and I drive by somebody in a Toyota Prius and they're wearing a mask and a face shield and gloves, <laughs> before I have to even look, I know there's a Joe Biden bumper sticker on the back of that car. Sorry, I, I, it happens. Well, it's, why, become, it's become such a, a, a jersey wearing. Why, so... why does that anger me? I'll tell you why. So that goes back to the whole greed thing, the power. Yeah. They want you against me. It's so easy to conquer and control when everybody's so worried about fighting each other that we're not paying attention to the big fit. By the way, why is the national news, the international news, the biggest thing on the news right now is the Johnny Depp Amber Heard trial going on it over there very entertaining i'll be very honest. no I'll it's be very, very that's the whole point <laughs> we love watching these train wrecks these reality yeah. tv shows because we sit there and we go number one we feel better about ourselves well gosh my life's not that bad allegedly i heard that johnny she alleged that johnny depp was putting cigarettes out on her arms or forehead the or, way around. or vice versa well they're both into it i think they're both a little bit freaky yeah that's okay they can do it they, they you do you i'm gonna do me but it's just crazy how we're so over here, but the media gave no attention to whether you're, you're for it or against it. Why wasn't the Giselle Maxine and all that, the Epstein, why wasn't that looked at more? Why was that really not covered? It's pretty interesting too. Pr pretty wacky people, right? Mm -hmm. You walk in their house with a picture of Bill Clinton wearing a blue dress. Like I wouldn't mind going, I wouldn't mind being a fly on the wall in that house epstein's house down florida just i want to ask that question but why wasn't that not covered as much as johnny depp and amber heard why do we spend so much time hey look over here meanwhile all this other yeah. crazy stuff innocent people why are kids being forced in hazmat suits why are there kids today 
being forced to do things that even their parents don't get a say in. Why can I not say, hey, my kid's not going to get a shot. Hey, my kid's not going to wear a mask because they have respiratory issues and they can't breathe as heavy. As their parent, I choose to not have them wear a mask. They're five years old. If I choose as a parent, this is not an anti-gay thing, but if I choose as a parent, I don't want my five-year-old grandson to be taught homosexuality, to be taught about transgender or binary or whatever the hell is going on out there at five years old. Why can't I, as a parent and a grandparent, get a say in that? Why do school boards and governments think they can tell us what to do? So what's great about the last two years is that we saw people, that's the American spirit, fight back. And I want to turn it back to you because you're from Australia. I've been there. I've been in New Zealand. I lived in American Samoa. I got to travel the entire um, area down there, and I love that country. I love the movies out of that country, um, and I love the people out of that country. What was different in Australia, without getting political, that didn't happen in America? Why was it different the way they mean, handled it? So the government handling of COVID. Yeah. So we were actually we moved here in June last year. So we awesome. moved in the right during the neck deep part of three weeks before Chinese coronavirus. Three three, three weeks before they lost their shit though. So yep. the thing that I was again I always try and look at a lot of sides of it to yeah. try and figure out at least can I get closer to an idea. Yeah. Um, being in Australia, we were so successful at getting zero cases. Like we had zero cases. It was that normal that people would say one case is one case too many like what the fuck <laughs> uh so when we were down there we had a intense lockdown for maybe four or five weeks okay got to zero because it was a whole flat in the curve what do you mean by intense lockdown like no one left the house uh you could leave the house just for like groceries um and, but they financially looked after everyone <laughs> like I financially benefited so much because I was getting 750 a week and I still was running my business because I had a business. I was the only employee because I was a personal the trainer. The government was giving you money every week just to stay home. Yeah. Where's that money come from? I don't know. Okay. No, the, no. The, that's the fiscal, a whole nother thing. Yeah. 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 That's a whole that's other a whole thing. Nother thing. But okay, at the good. time, I'm like, you know what? <laughs> I, one, I'm, I can make it men's meat because I was training people out of my yeah, garage. Yeah. Cool. But an extra seven fifty a week for nothing, I mean, I'll take it. And then, I mean, I got ten grand at one point too because it was another in cash injection. To the point, I thought it was a mistake. With the ATO, which is our IRS, I get a notification: you've received nine thousand eight hundred and seventy-six dollars. <laughs> I, I call my accountant and I go, "Hey, uh, I think the ATO fucked up. Can you send this money back?" <laughs> and she goes, "Oh, good, you got it." I'm like, "Got what?" what? And she goes, oh, it's an incentive, so you spend it. It's tax-free. It's all these things. I'm Holy like, moly. all right, cool. Thank you. Um, so we successfully got down to zero cases, and then everything opened back up. It was basically like if a place would have a spike, intense, in, intense lockdowns because we were chasing cases, not deaths. Yeah. Um, so about... And they were arresting people. Like if you refused to get tested or get the shot or whatever or we're out without permission i mm. saw a video i'm just asking because some of those yes but some, some of, of it was i think so i'm asking because you media, were there the media was enjoying inflating a lot now melbourne okay. melbourne was nuts melbourne okay. i live in new south wales sydney uh melbourne went a little bit he enjoyed the power he still is kind of a little bit yeah it's similar here it was state by state the power. yeah yeah perth western australia went nuts but i remember saying to stace seeing what was happening over here and at least having people I knew who lived over here. Yeah, yeah. Um, don't get me wrong. When the whole, the riots were going nuts everywhere in America, I was like, one, that's a byproduct of people being locked in their house, but I'm also like, phew, because Stace wanted me to move here. Yeah. And she's like, my country is not doing a great marketing job right now. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all that was going down and I go to Stace, look, this zero cases stuff is a problem long-term because like Florida, you, Florida, you go from 10,000 cases a day <laughs> to 17,000. You go, ah, what are you going to do? Well, it goes back to what Dr. Fauci said in the very beginning and the CDC. Herd immunity, where we all kind of get the virus. Mm. Those that are very compromised, auto-compromised immune, they obviously have to take extra precautions or should go get whatever they want to do. 
but what happened to, we talked about herd immunity in the beginning. Mm. And this is coming from America's standpoint, where the CDC and Fauci said, no, no, we don't need masks. The herd immunity. And then that went away. And then I'm going to go back to Australia. A lot of us believe that our Australian brothers and sisters would not have had that forced on them. I don't mind getting a $9,000, $10,000 check and seven fifty dollars a week, but where's that coming from? And mm-hmm. what's the incentive for our governments to give us money to stay home? And that leads to a bigger question, which goes back to that whole greed and, and control issue. Is it true? Because I think I'm even quoted on social media. I posted a few things, not knowing someone from Australia to talk about it. We have what's called the Second Amendment. There's three, there's, there's millions of us in this country that have the legal right per our founding fathers to own weapons around the, around the world. They think we're a bunch of crazy cowboys over here in America, but at times like that, where Australia is not allowed to have, you're not allowed to own a gun, correct? Mm. In Australia. You can, it's very, it's strict. So it's, it's like my friend, for example, you can get a rifle license Okay. and then he had to work his way up to a handgun license, Okay. which I mean, I've had these the same discussion. My in-laws are from West Virginia. So, like, the first time I went there, the bathroom had six rifles. I was like, <laughs> dude, how often are you in here? <laughs> like, chill out. Yeah, yeah. Because um, there, there's there's elements to it. I've, I've never argued against the fun of it. Like, right. guns are fun. Yeah. Um, but I remember saying, I'm like, okay, but why do you need an AK to a friend of mine? And he okay. goes, well, if six people are breaking the house, you're going to need one. I'm like, yeah. It's a great question. When are you going to have a six good people? argument to have with that? No, no. <laughs> you know, like I'm if, with you. If you got six people breaking into your house, there's a high chance you're probably not a good dude. Yeah. You know, but that aside, in Australia, yeah, it's we had mass shootings once a year up until the one in Tasmania. Um, I can't remember what it was, but it was like 18, 20 people. And it was like, no guns. And everyone was like, yeah, fair enough. But we never really had that culture surrounding it. And like you gave them up pretty easy. You'd be surprised. Well, it was like a, it was a buyback thing. Um, But the government and government officials all still have guns. Law enforcement. Yeah. Those that were enacting. They're not not running around with like a squeegee and like whacking people. I'm just, but (laughs) but that's, that's what's crazy is that. So Thomas Jefferson has a famous quote. It's actually outside the Alamo, which is a gun range here in Naples. If you've mm. been to it before, it's really awesome. I, it's have, indoor. I haven't shot in Florida yet. I've only shot in Chicago. Okay. Weird, like the bluest place ever. And I shot there. Uh, well, no, it's- It was fantastic. Know, Chicago was used to be a great city, man. I mean, there's a Dearborn Street, my last name there. There's a rumor. There's a photo floating around on social media of me hanging off that Dearborn Rush sign downtown Chicago. <laughs> may or may not have been in my underwear, but um, I can either confirm or deny that. I'm a gun owner. I'm a proud gun owner. I'm a proud believer in what the founding fathers instituted, which was the Second Amendment. Thomas Jefferson had a quote that says, those that allow their guns to be turned into plows will plow for those Mm. who don't. And the word that we saw, us patriots here in America, coming out of Australia was, and I saw the crowds, those crowds weren't, those weren't photoshopped. There were huge protests of people saying, enough's enough. You can't keep us locked down. Nobody's dying from this freaking thing. And, I, and again, I, I want to keep the conversation on how amazing Australia is. And I mean that sincerely. Great country. And America, I still believe, for all of our flaws, is a great country. We handle COVID two totally different ways. Florida, for sure, handled it differently. Why did Florida do so well economically? Why is it the number one state everybody around the country wants to move and around the world wants to move to? What did Florida get it right? Did Australia get it wrong as far as focusing on we don't want any cases Mm. of a virus that you and I have chatted about that the CDC has already come out and said less than one, whatever it is, very minimal death rate how easily we gave up our freedoms. And do you think there's a sinister, something sinister, more sinister behind the, hey, stay home, do your personal training, do your online business, and we're going to send you seven fifty a week and a big check. They did checks here in, in, in America too, the PPP loans and all that stuff that didn't have to be paid back. What do you think's behind that? As you and I talked, mm. I don't really know. I keep using they. 
what are they trying to accomplish by incentivizing us to not want to work hard, to stay home? And I'm speaking more for the not work hard part coming from America and then Australia. We're incentivizing people to not work, to stay home, stay indoors, wear their masks, pray before their TV set, and worship the almighty government. That's how I see it. Did In hindsight now, do you think Australia as a whole did it right, and I respect your opinion, or could they have done some things differently um, that even the gun-crazy Americans maybe did? Because we say that in jest, but I'm telling you, I really feel like if we didn't, if our forefathers didn't give us that right to bear arms, and I'm with you, we can have a discussion later about AK-47s and <laughs> assault rifles. I own assault they rifles. <laughs> they are very fun. I've never hunted an animal in my life. Mm. I've never killed, that I'm aware of, another animal. And I respect hunters and I, my wife's family. They, when they kill a deer, they use every part of that deer and really use it. Um, and I respect people having the right to go hunt um, certain animals. But I'm not a fan of it. Being in the service, I was taught and trained to kill bad guys. Um, God bless the U.S. Army. God bless, uh, you know, Airborne School, Paratrooper School, and at Fort Bragg, uh, North Carolina. I'm blessed to have that training. Um, I'm blessed to know that I can proficiently use a gun to defend myself, defend my family, and defend those that can't. What's different in Australia, and do you think a lot of Australians wish they had not given up their right to bear arms within their household, on their property, etc.? Is that, is that a crazy question or no? Uh, there's layers to it. So to the question about um, did Australia do it right? First, we need to understand how the human condition and how the humans, the, the biases apply. Now, at first, when we went full lockdown, I was like, everyone was. We all were. Yeah, we, we did it here were. too. Yeah. So Florida was safer at home. We weren't stay home. We were DeSantis was safer at home. And he says openly now he regrets even doing that. Mm. But we all stayed home, watched Tiger King uh, and, all, and watched all, TV. Yeah, we all did what we. Yes, it was the best educated guess. Yeah, you know, like we didn't. We saw videos coming out of China of like them fumigating streets. That raises questions. Now with Australia, you got to remember we're an island. Oh uh, yeah, locked everything down. Had a tiny bump. Got down to zero cases and like. Very, very low death rate. Very yeah. low. And they weren't letting people in, obviously, from other no. countries. Well, that was lockdown benefit. means yeah. lockdown. Lockdown. Okay. Like, Almost like you had a wall all the way around your island. <laughs> yeah. Right? But the, um, the wall. The, so that was our strength short term. Yep. But even I was saying long term, again, because I'm always trying to break down the cycle. You can't hide from viruses, man. You can't. It was that part. It, was, it felt like there was this big, uh, we forgot about how viruses and virology works to the point where i mean i had again conspiracy theory friends with they're saying viruses in general are not real i'm like okay just stop <laughs> let's get off 4chan yeah, and chick, hn chicken okay? pox chicken pox is real <laughs> yeah, it's right? real the bubonic plague was real was i mean real. yes yeah. man for sure spanish but, flu i mean there's tons yeah so I, um, i'm sorry you can't say spanish flu because it's no, it's you, derogatory towards spanish i think people, you can sorry. i think it's been around you long can. enough after you 80 years you know copyright <laughs> doesn't exist the so in Australia, we got down to zero. The guns thing is, it's because we've never known it. So for example, um, I was talking about a guy, uh, talking to a guy here about Medicare and super, uh, you, ours is superannuation, but yours is social security. Yeah. In Australia, it's 9%. Holy shit. We get 9%. So if you're in 100 grand, you get nine grand a year on top of your wage wow. and your super. Now that for us has always been normal. So you're, so you're, you're used to it. Yeah. Well, I'm not because I've always wow. worked for myself. Okay, good, yeah. <laughs> wow. But um, Black, by the way, Liquid Death, sponsored by. The, what do you call it? So we got down to zero cases. Now you got to look at the whole ecosystem of Australia. We're at zero cases. And now our entertainment is the news and seeing what's happening in the world that we, we can only see what the news is sure. showing us. So we're wow. seeing math, like deaths. Like, of again, course. you're talking to a place, the whole country <laughs> Our whole country had media is so powerful, man. Wow, that's no, okay. Yeah. I'm glad we're. I mean, our whole our whole country had maybe 500 deaths, maybe a thousand. Jesus. And so Jesus. we're looking at America, the the 
again, the numbers you, you're seeing. Yeah, you're looking at America, and it's got body bags lined 50, up in New York. Deaths, and, yeah, you, got, you know. So we're seeing that, and the only reason that I like, again, you take out the internet, I don't think it would. It would have been just like SARS. Sure. The internet, again, this is the first um, pandemic we've had with the internet. Yeah that it was able to inflate a lot of fear. Plus, world travel is at the highest it's ever been. So world travel, I said this as well, when people like to shit all over America about how bad they handled it, I go, consider the variable of, we didn't. We knew it was happening in November. The whole world did. We're like, what the fuck's happening in China? Right. Australia has, I think, maybe one to two million people Sorry, maybe 13 million people travel in and out of the country in a year. Okay. I might be botching that, but... A lot. A lot of people are traveling. A lot, but America has a quarter to half a billion. So I go, okay, so they have this many more people in and out of the country in that three to four months... Traveling. ...before they shut down the borders. Yeah. Because America did that as well at first, shut down everything. But you wasn't bought, wasn't Trump called a racist for yeah. refusing when he has finally well, finally said too late? I, I still think it was too late when they when America said we're going to lock down and mm-hmm. and stop flights from Europe and stop flights from Australia and stop flights from China, and they go you racist bastard. Hold on, do you know that comedian um, Carl Dunnigan? Of course. Oh, uh, did you watch his trans Trump? I did. Oh, it's hilarious. I've got a new vagina. I know China. <laughs> We call it Jaina because Jaina. it comes from Jaina. <laughs> oh, man, he kills me. <laughs> <laughs> He's awesome. Uh, so, yeah, so you've got it, – it's a whole ecosystem. You've yep. got all those things to account for. So the only reason that I was like uh, at least a little bit more questioning yeah. was that I had friends and family in America – going uh, we're again, fine there are, i got friends and family in florida and west virginia, west virginia. like uh, you talk about something being so polarizing where it's oh i you tell me what the political view is on in in that state i can i can probably tell you how they're gonna uh, react to react or, to stuff oh yeah, absolutely it's funny you got mystery mask on there but it's for the eyes not the mouth <laughs> oh <laughs> um so yeah so i was hearing that and they're like you know Oh, I wouldn't even know that COVID's happening. Right. And then, so even Didn't. when we're going to fly here, even though I was, I was like, I have to go because it created, there was a lot of rift that happened even within my family. Everybody's family. Because I, I have asthma, but I don't really, like I kind of outgrew it. Thank you to my mom who made me swim and do a lot of exercise. Awesome. So you and I got some things in common then, man. You because me too? No, no. But I mean, I was diagnosed with, they want to put me on Ritalin and being. Mm. ADD and a speech therapist and I was going to special with special needs kids out with special recesses and getting bullied and picked on and different things. So sounds like your mom and my mom did a great job of doing positive things as opposed to medicating us yeah. and, and lock or not locking us away. But doctors were saying, give your kid, can you imagine someone trying to tell Pat Dearborn he's hyper and give me Ritalin? Yeah. <laughs> It'd be uh, interesting. Well, I've always questioned if I had ADD, but then when my friend, sorry, my brother-in-law's wife who studies all that stuff, she does AMDR um, treatments. Yeah. But yeah, she was talking to me last week about it and I go, that explains a shitload. Like my intense focus on stuff where it's kind of like F everyone else around me. Yeah. um, To a degree, but then talking a million miles an hour, I've had to train that out of me same way big time because people be like dude you just spoke for the whole time and i'm like i didn't see like my vision disappeared (laughs) i went in this gleeful thing sure you know you got lots to share man for sure yeah but back to australia the gun thing we're again because i guess the last 20 to 30 years there's a lot that goes into it for example i mean i Australians come here and we love to shoot the guns because it's like it's like that forbidden fruit. And again, they're fun. You know, I'm gonna buy. Right. I'm gonna. I've already said my first two guns I'm buying are the ones I grew up as a kid with. Love that on video games. I'm like Beretta, uh, 92x and uh, MP5. Wow, just those are the MP5. Well, man, Navy SEALs. Let's go. Not the nine millimeter version. The 22 version because yeah. it's a okay. lot cheaper. Okay, but yeah. So that's awesome. I've never. We've never seen it. And even when my wife, because she had concealed carry, she's always had a gun West on Virginia, her. Baby, let's go. Yeah. Um, 
when she went to Australia, she quickly noticed. She goes, "Oh, I, I don't feel like I need a gun. I don't want like." It was just different. Th- it was different, and you know, I get it. Look, man, that pro- was yep, a different there, thing. We are, we are a gun society here in America. There are mm. guns everywhere. A lot of us feel like bad guys are always going to have guns. Um, the government's always going to have guns. I think America's too far down the hole. In too terms, far. Oh yeah. no, you ain't turned that around. You know, like, and that's yeah. that's why I say to people, I go, you, you can kick scream about it, but and in Australia, the argument of only the bad guys has a gun is futile because no one has guns well bad guys do have a gun but if you want an ak that's 50 grand and you got to go to the black market like jim jeffries does a great thing about it where he's like little timmy who wants to shoot up his school isn't gonna go hey got my gun and they're gonna be like yeah we'll give it to him because there's less places for the cops to search right so like if a building gets shot it makes the news in australia but um, where Ima- there's imagine not really if we a- imagine if we made bullets. One bullet cost fifty thousand dollars. <laughs> the next time there's a road rage, or there's a love quarrel, or there's a kid who's been picked on at school and wants to go do something horrific. Man, I'm gonna mess you up as soon as I can afford that fifty thousand dollar <laughs> bullet. I'm gonna put it on layaway. I'm gonna come get you. Well, that's why I don't understand people do road rage here. I'm like, in, in Australia, cool, the guy might have a knife, but you can outrun that. Buddy, Australia's a home of Mad Max. Come on, dude. You all were the original road That's rage. fiction. I know. We love that. But in America, we picture Australia with that whole thing. I just the say road everything warrior. that comes out love of Australia is bullshit. Okay. <laughs> it's all like Crocodile Dundee. Crocodile Dundee. Do you know, so Paul Hogan wow. is a genius. He literally, when he pitched that movie, he just goes, all right, what does every American think? we are stereotype yeah he goes let's just tick this 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 and this stereotype off and boom yeah and look at it he, they made that movie i think for a couple hundred thousand oh, it made, and it grossed 290 million or yeah. something genius yeah but the crocodile best, dundee 2 horrible sequel just saying it was record. it was terrible um but i think that's where that's not a knife came out of the second yes. one so i mean it had, <laughs> had some stick power it did the best movie to come out of australia though is the castle and wow. I, I really want to do like wow i want to do an love ad- that movie by the have way have you seen it of course buddy i'm a movie guru i'm gonna test you on yep this. go ahead what what's it about the castle yeah the one with james gandolfini different movie then yeah the cast oh you're talking about a, a movie about australia yeah no there, there's a movie called the castle which oh, is a okay. prison for war people that james gandolfini who was famous for playing tony soprano and Robert Redford are in the same movie oh. called The Castle. Phenomenal. So sorry, this, sorry, this sorry. Is, this is the best Australian movie. Okay. Shot on 15 grand. Okay. And like I showed it to my in-laws and Stace and they were just dying laughing. It's extremely slow. Okay. But it's just so genuine that I, I want to do an event here one day where it's like we get a, a cinema movie. and you play can do it. And I'll be like, guys, Silver Spot, you, you can rent a theater out for ninety nine dollars, man. They'll do a whole theater what? for ninety nine bucks. Yes. Oh, we're gonna have to throw that. If you have it on DVD or they can play DVD or whatever. What do you have it on the, the uh, movie? We, I think we, YouTube played it. YouTube played it. Yeah, it was like five bucks. No, no, no. I'm saying, but yeah. I mean, the movie theater needs. I don't know if they can access the web. Oh, We've the done movies advanced. before we brought in a DVD and then they actually could play the DVD on a Blu-ray or something like that. Really? So we got to find that out. Yes. I will come to the premiere, it is the so Naples fun. premiere of The Castle, the Australia movie, yeah. circa what year? It was done in the late 90s. It okay. was like the first, you know Eric Banner? Of course, Hercules? love him. Uh, well, before Hercules. he came to Hulk and all the that, Hulk, yeah. yeah. He played in Black Hawk Down, a lot of great roles. So he's in that, like a minor role. Okay. And it's so fun. Like, I can't say any quotes. Hugh Jackman, how many Australian actors is there, dude? You guys just keep making them and making them. I think it's more that they stick out so people think there's more than there really is because there's not a lot. How many times you get told here in America, here in Naples, people dig your, be honest, people dig It happens a lot. To the point where it's like, even with Stace, I go to her, I'm like, because she used to be, yeah, my husband, he's from Australia. I go, don't tell him. (laughs) One, because I don't like the whole, let's give Blake attention. But I go, you know that once I start speaking, they're going to put two and two together. Yeah. West Virginia cracks me up the most though, because West Virginia, every time I go there and I get two questions from people yeah. and they go, um, why are you in a, why are you here? Like, yeah. where's your accent from and why are you here? Yeah. We got someone on the phone? Say hello. Yeah, my wife was trying to dial in. Hun, go FaceTime. She's dialing in. 
And if I'm, I'm not you. we're on a show right now live. I'm say, driving. I'm driving. oh, okay. Don't get in the accent. Say hi to Blake Doyle. Hello. He's got a he's got a really cool accent. We're doing a podcast called That's Interesting. His show, and we're he's sponsored by not yet, but Liquid Death. So we're, we're working on Liquid it. Death. I want to hydrate Naples. Can I can I call you back? How's your real estate training going so far? I'm looking to retire, so I want my wife to start working, so it's going to be great. Ah, okay. Yeah, I get to retire, maybe start my own podcast show <laughs> called That's Interesting Too, T-O-O. That's too interesting. <laughs> hey, babe, I love you. Can I call you later? Yep, I'll talk to you a little later. Okay, love you, bye. Um, so she interrupted my FaceTime live too, man. <laughs> <laughs> the um, What was I saying? I can't remember now. Oh, yeah, the castle, actors, Eric Banner, I'm in. Eric Banner. Uh, it, yeah, it's just, it's so... Daniel Craig, Australian? No, he's, okay. he's, he's British. Okay, let's make sure. Yeah, see. Oh, that's right. In West Virginia, whenever people hear the accent... A p- particular, oh, they, oh, that's... Well, they, they don't yeah, well, they I think get you're two, English. I get two questions, though. Totally different Where accents. are you from and why are you here? Not as in, like, get out, as in, why are you in West Virginia? Because yeah, your girl's from there. Yeah. Okay, that's a good reason. That's a kind of a good reason. Where'd you meet her? Bali. Wow. Yeah, so that was a weird story. <laughs> um, it's funny because we've been vlogging since we met. So there's actually, you can, you can. it's kind of cool to see that, you know, our future, our kids will be able to see the day we met through That's awesome. the whole of our relationship. Excuse I me. love it. Um, yeah, we met, she was meant to go to Bali. Someone messaged her by chance, like a friend that she'd met once. Yeah. And she's like, I really want to go to Bali because it's yoga's bad, oh, like great there. there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's overrated. It's overrated. Okay, never you. been. Go okay. to Vanuatu. Go to Vanuatu. Vanuatu. If okay. you want island life, Vanuatu, like hundred percent. Okay. Um. So yeah. So Bali I, has that name where oh, Bali. I gotta go to Bali. Bali definitely. Bali, yeah. It's uh, yeah, but all the inst- so it's dirty. It's okay. very small, but it's got like four million people. So it's really tight. It's real tight, and it's like they don't. They don't understand, I guess, recycling. Like you go yeah. to a beach and there's just plastic bottles everywhere. That's not good. It's not good. Okay. So if if you want the beach life experience, there's a lot of places around Australia. Okay. Vanuatu is where Stace and I went three months into our relationship. Fell in love with it. Cheap as shit. Yeah. I think the whole trip, mind you, it's different to how most people do it, but we, our whole trip for the two of us for 10 days was 1500 bucks. That was before COVID. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I mean, things now got a little more pricier, but yeah. That plays not so much. Okay. Because, yeah, but we do this thing where, well, I do this thing and then Stacy follows suit where I there's a rule that you can't book the hotel beyond that night. Sure. Um, and there's something real liberating about it because, you know how everyone like books everything way in advance? Way in advance. I hate those people. Yeah. I do. I'm so last minute. Well, especially now with... There's no shortage of hotels. Yeah. There's no shortage of internet. Yeah. Nothing is going to be like, and people think that if they book at last minute, it's going to be more expensive. I'm like, that's the opposite. Yeah. So we would book, you know, at 10 a.m. in the morning, we'd be looking around going, what do we want to do today? Do we want to stay and be lazy or do we want to go and adventure? So if we want to go and adventure, we'd book a motel for 20 bucks a night because it's just a locker. Yeah. Yeah. Put our bags there, drop them off at 11 and then drive around and then we sleep in a bed for 20 bucks. Great. But then if we want to spend the night where we're staying one place, we can research, we'd book a place for maybe 150 bucks a night yeah, yeah. and it's opens up on the water. You got your own private beach, you got your own Damn. little jetty, you got Love kayaks it. if you want. Love it. And we met someone who booked back at the hotel, at in Sydney. They've got agent fees on top of this sure. all these other fees and they're like we're paying 220 a night huh and it's like a commercial man i like that <laughs> yeah. where people walk up and there's like a little thing above their head so and so you know the blake paid only 110 dollars a night because <laughs> him and his wife pat dearborn paid 250 a night because he went through not expedia or whatever it is yeah. i think it's an expedia or travelocity commercial but mm. craziness dude so i, I let me tell you I, I'm, I'm serious make that premiere the castle yeah. Could be badass. We'll get the theater at Silver Spot. I'll help you even book that. Get the Naples group there. Shout out to our great networking group, Naples group. Yeah, that's Tim fun. Tim Philbrick and all. That's a great group, yeah. isn't it? 
Um, Looking get, forward to joining. You, you gotta get more. Yeah, you gotta get more of them on the group, man. There's some interesting people in there. Well, I've got um, Carl after you. Oh, you do? Good, good. Yeah, because I just said to him, like, dude, I got Thor as well coming up. Thor. But what I said to him, I'm like, let's do a let's do a golf lesson first. Yes, so and then you can come talk about it. Talk about how bad I am, and we can laugh about some. So, stuff. <laughs> okay, in this case, we're gonna do it after. We're you and I are gonna go shoot at the Alamo with me upstairs. Mm. We'll shoot my scar and uh, Ooh, you got a scar. Yeah, man, it reminds me of Call of Duty. My favorite, uh, my favorite assault rifle. You throw that thing in the mud, I'll still shoot. Um, we got a bunch of great weapons we can shoot. We're proficient on the Alamo. Does a great job. It's very safe, etc. I'm a proud, I'm a proud conceal permit carrying um, veteran here in Naples, Florida, man, aka Freedom Town, USA. Um, but I love getting the perspective because Australia thinks a country that every American either dreams of going to thinks is interesting and thinks they know a little bit about it because of the movies. Because <laughs> we're such a I society. You, the movies of, are a I know, but, but that's just the, I'm with you. <laughs> just just a, a disclaimer to everyone watching this. Exactly. It's not right. <laughs> but dude, being on this show, that's interesting. Guys, give, I'm just talking to my people that get to see this. If you're not following Blake Doyle, if you're not, I, I, I'm already following him. I'm gonna, I like his podcast shows. I think this thing can get even more awesome. Um, you've got a lot of great people that come from all over the world in this town. They've all got very interesting, pretty wild out there stories. Mm. And you're great at making them wanting to share those stories, man. You and I shared today about both being bullied growing up, um, both having some, having to overcome some stuff, and both having awesome moms that said, hey, you're not taking any medication. Go swim, go run, go keep active. And you're doing a great job, man. So I'm, I'm really honored you have me on this show today. Um, this is pretty pretty legit, pretty badass. Um, and I thank you for having me on here. This is awesome. Yeah, it was fun, man. Yeah. You, what are you off to now? Uh, haircut. And then oh. uh, get some work done and then gear up for the Patriot Talk Show, man, with Ira Dean performing the number one song. I think it's country genre. Uh, he's out of Nashville. Am I the only one? Um, as a matter of fact, while we're sitting here right now, let's just pop that on real quick. <laughs> so everybody that can come to um, see the table. Because what time is it at see the table? Um, it, the show is actually um, the show is starts at seven o'clock live. Um, we go live. Here's a song right here. Um, so it's performed by Aaron Lewis in this version, co-written by Ira Dean and Aaron Lewis. And it's basically just summarizing the West Virginians, the Floridians, Americans that just, not political, that are frustrated with what happened during the last couple of years. I'm turning into my old man. So he's like screaming at the TV, the influence of the media. They do that in Australia too. Talking about tearing down statues. So he's performing Ira D, who wrote that song. Great guy, lives in Nashville. Uh, his fiance Jennifer Parisi lives here in town. They're awesome, awesome people, man. Great hearts. So he's performing that live. We got uh, Hadass uh, Levy coming in. She just has a song that says "Make America." She wrote and sings. She's former American Idol contestant. Uh, Make America Florida. You know, we're it's it is what it is. We're a patriot talk show. We talk about all the great things going on. Um, where it's not a Republican or Democrat or conservative. Or it's about people coming together that care about. Um, our freedom and keeping our area where everybody wants to move to fact uh, thank god to our governor ron DeSantis, who barely won the last election and i have a feeling he's going to win next one he is but we're just <laughs> blessed to live here um we're blessed to have blessed to have some awesome patriots from and great people coming from australia 
Canada, all over the world, man, people, this is a melting pot in Naples. It really is. And I feel like we could all do a better job of learning to tolerate and accept each other. Um, I only draw the line when a grocery store Publix tries to tell me to follow these arrows walking down the snack and, and alcohol aisle because I just I'm, I'm just wired the way where I'm going to walk the opposite way. Um, I'm the guy that says, hey, you know, you can't. I want to do me. You do you. Let's hang out. Let's get along. Let's chat about stuff, man. And I love that you have me on this show today. Your podcast kicks ass, man. I really appreciate letting me get on here. I'm excited to get back on here again. Um, love the, I'm gonna keep watching the show. You've had Hannah, Hannah, Hannah Vogel on here. Like you got some great guests on here and I'm going to recommend some other people to you that got some wild, crazy stuff. And yeah, there's interesting all, people in this area. There is. All I can say is look out Joe Rogan, man, because Blake Doyle is coming and he's got a way better accent than you got. <laughs> he knows how to fight roll well, though. He does. I don't know how to do that. He's a real deal. <laughs> Appreciate awesome. your brother. Yeah. Thank you. It's awesome. And guys, make sure to subscribe and, uh, yeah, I'll see you tonight, man. You got it, brother. Thank you. Peace. Bye. Thanks, dude.